Hello folks and welcome to another one of my laser focused positivity podcast series. My name is Stuart Harding and I'm here five days per week to try and hopefully make you feel more positive than you perhaps were before you started listening to this podcast. If you'd like to email me, you can email me your problems, your conundrums, anything that you'd like me to speak about. If you'd like to do that, you can do so at stewysongs at gmail.com. That's S-T-E-W-Y-S-O-N-G-S at gmail.com. And if you'd like to check out my music, I'd greatly appreciate that. I am a musician by trade, amongst other things. And if you'd like to do that, you can do so via L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash Songs. If you click on that link, you will be taken to a list of links. There will be a link at the top which takes you to where you can find this podcast on multiple different streaming platforms. And below that, there will be links to all of my music, uh, to where you can support me financially if you want to, where you can stream my music for free, where you can follow me on social media. None of that costs anything, so feel free to visit that link. It should be listed in the description of this podcast and you should be able to click on it as well, depending on which platform you're listening to the show via. So today's show is entitled Be Responsive, Not Reactive. And this seemed particularly fitting because there is someone who I'm not going to name who is reactive by nature and who has always been that way, who is in grave danger of getting themselves arrested. But I'm not going to I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. But that kind of inspired today's show to be responsive, not reactive. Reacting to situations more often than not leads to bad decision making. I'm sure we can all relate to this. And some people might be screaming at the moment. We already know this. And as I've touched on in the past, it's not about knowing things. That's not where success or successes lie in life. It's about repeating things which you already know, knowing them and then repeating what you already know. Lots of us know things, but we don't practice good habits. And then we fall out of those good habits. Responding to situations different from reacting requires you to take a step back first and some thought. So, of course, if you're taking a step back first and you're giving something some thought, then, of course, you're more likely to make better decisions. You may already know this. It seems obvious, but it's about ingraining it in your psyche so that you practice it. Most of my bad decisions, me personally, have come from reacting to situations. I'm not going to list them all, but there's two or three big ones that I've made in life. And it's literally come because I've reacted to something without thinking of the consequences. I don't tend to do that anymore, but I certainly used to do that in my younger days. Most of my good decisions on the flip side have been made when I've taken that step back and I've thought about what I'm about to do or not do. And if you're reactive, you're more likely to get yourself in trouble with the law. Being responsive doesn't mean that you're a procrastinator, far from it. It just means that you've spent more time weighing up the pros and cons of a decision. However, if you spend longer than is necessary doing this, then obviously that is procrastination. People who become successful are almost always responsive, not reactive, unless, of course, they're famed for their for being reactive. And then maybe there's some kind of reality star who reacts to situations and kicks off then maybe in those instances, success has come as a result of being reactive. But most successful people are responsive. They consider things. They don't lash out. That's just not what they do and not what successful people typically do. People who never amount to anything are a disproportionate amount of the time reactive. 
So I'm sure there's a lesson in there somewhere. So always look at how other people in life who are doing well for themselves deal with situations and then ask yourself, is that how you're dealing with situations? If not, then perhaps you need to change the way you react or respond rather to situations. Sometimes all you need is an extra split second or an extra second or two to think things over. You don't necessarily need to spend ages mulling over lots of things. A lot of things just require that split second or that extra couple of seconds thought rather than you just lashing out and doing perhaps what you've always done and the difference this can make to your prospects in life long term can be staggering just that little bit of you know little bit extra thought can be you know make a staggering difference to your prospects long term no one's saying don't have emotions that's not the point of this podcast i'm not saying cut out your emotions you just have to make sure that you channel them constructively I now trade the financial markets and I've had to remove all reactiveness from my psyche because trading and this kind of psychology just do not go hand in hand. So when I was a little bit more reactive, I would place a series of winning trades, lots of winning trades and uh, more, a lot of it out of luck to begin with, but a lot of winning trades. And then I would give it all back just because of, you know, maybe I'd placed one losing trade or two losing trades and then I'd throw my toys out of the pram, and then I'd go on a series of losing trades because now I'm not even trading based on what I've learned. I'm just trading out of emotion and it just doesn't work. So trading is a good, in my experience, trading has taught me a lot. The um, things that are important to trading are often important to life as well. So I like to, that's one of the reasons I like to trade is because it, it keeps me in the practice of good habits where the rest of my life, the bigger picture is concerned. And now that I've removed this kind of reactiveness from my life, I feel qualified and motivated, not just qualified, but motivated to help others do the same so that people you know, don't fall into the same traps that I used to. Being reactive gets people's back up as well. And this will often get you a hostile response. So if you react very fast to things and it's a bit of a knee-jerk reaction, you will often get a hostile response, as I'm sure you've experienced if you've ever done that. However, being responsive is much more likely to get you your desired response from others. And if you're responsive, you'll attract more responsive people who are likely to be more successful people, which is obviously crucial to your own success. As I've said before, if you're reactive, you're going to attract other reactive people. The chances are they're probably not successful and you're going to be hanging around with other unsuccessful people. And as the old saying goes, if you lay down with dogs, you will get up with fleas. Being responsive will also create a state of calm within you, which will help you visualize. So if your mind is all over the place, it's very difficult to visualize the bigger picture and your longer term ambitions. However, if you're responsive, you will go into this dreamlike state a lot of the time where you're just visualizing things that you want in life, things that you plan to make happen. And this will help them to happen because the more you visualize them, the, the more real they will feel. And the more real they feel, the more you will create things. This is going back into the subconscious mind again. The more you will create things which cause that to actually happen. However, when you're reactive, you can't visualize because your thoughts are scattered. They're all over the place. And without a clear vision, it's impossible to achieve anything in life. How can you get to any destination without a map? And, you know, visualization is the first kind of port of call to having a map, having some idea where you're going. 
The state of calm that being responsive will cause you will also help your physical health. As someone who has psoriasis, a skin condition, which you may have heard of, I know that my skin flares up worse when I'm stressed. Stress also causes blood to flow to your arms and legs and away from your vital organs. And this is because back in the day when we got stressed, it was often because we we were being chased by a saber toothed tiger to use a an expression and we needed the blood to go to our arms and legs so that we could run faster to get away from whatever was chasing us but we don't really live in that world most of us anymore so when you allow yourself to get stressed your body thinks that you're about to be chased by something so it sends the blood to your arms and legs which is fine if you're about to run away from a saber-toothed tiger and you might be might be safe after 10 minutes or so but if you're constantly stressed and reactive if the blood stays away from your vital organs and stays in your arms and legs, much of it, then it's not doing its job of feeding the nutrients to your vital organs, which will actually cause them to deteriorate and will affect your immune system. And that's why I have ended up with an autoimmune condition myself, because I, my skin condition flared up when my parents split up when I was 17 and my immune system was irreversibly altered. So it just goes to show what stress can do. And why it's important to say stay calm. So stay calm, folks. There's no need to be reactive anymore. We no longer live in caves. We're not being chased by anything, most of us. Be calm and considered before you act so that you can enjoy your time on this earth, if nothing else, okay? Be calm. The calmer you are, you're going to enjoy your time on this earth. And who doesn't want to do that? None of us know how long we've got left. So why not enjoy the time that we do have? Life is short and far too short to waste it making reactionary decisions, which won't help you in the short or the long term. And I think that here is where I'd like to end today's show. As I touched on a moment, if you a moment ago, if you'd like to email me with your problems, queries, anything you'd like me to talk about, I will discuss it on the show. You can email me if that's the case at stewysongs at gmail.com. That's S-T-E-W-Y-S-O-N-G-S at gmail.com. And as I said, I will read it out on the show. I will give you my objective perspective. And if you'd like to check out my music, I would greatly appreciate that. I have an album of original dance music, which was made a long time ago. I also have another album out. My dance album, it's called My Digital Romance. Just a little um, play on words there. And my other album is like acoustic stuff. It's singer-songwriter type stuff. Most of it is on the guitar. There is one track that was recorded on a piano. All of that is me. I wrote them all, both albums. That album is called The Songs That Were Left After Edinburgh Fest. And you can find both of these via linktr.ee forward slash Stewie Songs. And as I said, you can find that in the description and it should be clickable as well, depending on which platform you're listening to this via. But that is it from me for now, folks. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. I'm trying to do these in a less sort of scripted way. I do like scripting it. I think that writing is my, you know, my strong point. I, I think that I, artic I articulate myself quite well, but I think that I'm an even better writer. So I prefer to write. However, scripting these podcasts, recording them and editing them was taking me far too long. And I've got a lot of other projects going on. So hopefully you like this more off the cuff style of podcasting which i will be doing more of and uh, if you do feel free to follow me please share this out with your friends if you do decide to follow me or even if you don't i'd greatly appreciate being able to reach more people and help as many people as i can with my own positivity but that is it from me for now folks i'm going to sign off i hope you have a great day if you're listening to this 
just after it gets uh, released. I hope you have a great weekend as well. It is Friday as I speak. But for now, have a great day. Have a great weekend. And I'll speak to you again soon. Thank you very much for listening.